0: Say, look at how the time Welcome, everybody, goes. to the Coming Home Podcast with John Allen. Here so we go. It's another solo Saturday. Years. Let's see if I can babble intelligently for 20 minutes or so. How's everybody doing? I hope you all had a good week. I had a good week. It was a rather quiet and reflective week. Snoopy and the babies were out um, traveling the mountainsides, traveling the countryside. The hills, mountains, and valleys of Norway. They took a little road trip and, uh, <laughs> and left me behind. <clears throat> but, I'm, excuse me, but I'm not complaining. It was a, uh, a good moment for me to be alone, do some writing, um, play a little music in the studio, and just chill out. So uh, I had a productive week. A uh, quiet, lonely week, but uh, I enjoyed the loneliness. Um, yeah, what's going on? You know, I, uh, there's a lot of talk the last couple of days, the last day or so about, uh, the so-called cancel culture back home in the States. I guess this is a spreading phenomenon worldwide. You know, uh, people get on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, and, uh, they all pile on top of the celebrity or the the sports figure, whoever it may be, and they they try to cancel them. They try to take away uh, their platform, take away their voice, silence them. Uh, What are my thoughts on that? I don't know. If if we look at the CEO for uh, Goya Foods, uh, I cannot remember the guy's name. Uh, The CEO for Goya Foods, he was at the White House uh, the other day, praising the president, uh, showing his, uh, his appreciation of the president and everything he's done. And I'm thinking whether or not I agree with the guy, uh, by the way, I don't, (laughs) but, but it's that guy's right to state that he agrees with the president and he supports the president and what he's doing. That's his right. But on the other side of things, it's also his customer's right to no longer be customers. I guess I don't know. I I don't I don't I don't know. Maybe we should stop calling it the cancel culture and we should just call it consequences. <laughs> I mean, if you say certain things, if you come out in support of certain things, there's going to be consequences. You may gain followers. You may gain people, uh, you know, um, who support you. Um, you may lose supporters. You may affect the person you're speaking out against, or you may not affect the person you're speaking out against. You may cancel them, or you may not cancel them. You may get canceled (laughs) for speaking up and and, and giving your opinion on things. Um, I don't know. It's it's a rather dynamic thing. Uh, I don't know. Cancel culture. Isn't it, isn't it just people deciding whether or not they agree with someone and then choosing to either distance themselves or maybe have a tighter bond with that person if they agree with them? Isn't that what it is? They're trying to say cancel culture is this left-wing liberal phenomenon. I do, I, I just don't believe that. I think they've just recently put a word, you know, a title on that, that phenomenon. Uh, but I think it's just a case of people speaking their mind. And then there are consequences to that. Uh, this, uh, CEO of Goya foods decided to come out in support of the president. And now people are deciding to no longer buy Goya foods products. Um, this is predominantly, uh, of a group of food products from what I understand, a group of food products that, uh, the Latino community in the United States use. And their protest is coming largely because of this CEO speaking out in favor of a president who ha- who many um, have experienced as a president who has demonized uh, anyone of Latin American descent. So... <laughs> Whether or not you agree with this so called canceling or not, can you not understand why these people would distance themselves from Goya Foods, why they would distance themselves from the president? I certainly understand it. Hold on, I got to step away from the mic and turn off this fan here. I'm freezing to death. Hold on. There we go. Ah. Oh. The Wonders of Living in Norway. You know, uh, my studio was boiling hot because we had the, uh, I have a porch, a veranda, uh, if you will, uh, with a large glass door and the sun coming in, it was like a greenhouse. So I shut the door, pulled the curtains and turned on a fan and now I'm freezing to death. Um, so yeah, cancel culture, you know, yeah, okay, that's a cool title to give that phenomenon, but uh, I do believe it's just a case of people voicing their agreement or disagreement and and possibly acting on that agreement or disagreement, which brings about consequences for the, uh, the person or the entity that has made the statement. I guess some people are trying to say there's something wrong with that. You know, I I don't want to see anybody lose their ability to, to, um, you know, to put food on the table for their family. Um, but I, I guess I would say, along with that, I would also hope that people are very conscious of what they say and how they say it, knowing <clears throat> that there is this thing out there called the cancel culture you know if you're a uh, if you're a new beginner uh, podcaster, there's not too much that can be done to hurt you, I guess, because you don't have anything to be cancelled but if you're the CEO of a major provider of foods for a whole (laughs) subsection of the United States, then maybe you should be a little more careful in what you say. I guess, I guess along those lines, you know, you, you do have the individuals. There's a lot of this stuff coming up. There's a whole Twitter page. Um, what's it called? Uh, Karen goes off or something along those lines. I can't remember what it is, but there's a Twitter page uh, that's full of videos. People can submit videos of largely white women who are going off and saying some pretty ugly and racist things. And then those people are sending those videos to the employers of these these women and and men. There's a lot of men as well, but it seems to be mostly women. Again, the name Karen is in the 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 title for this Twitter page, Karen goes off or Karen, yeah, something like that. Karen Exposed, something along those lines. Um and, and these these people these people who are being filmed saying these these racist things and, and acting pretty doggone crazy. It's actually very entertaining to watch, but you can get very quickly tired because it's 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 just the same type of thing over and over and over again. You know, someone was asked to put on a mask somewhere in the United States. They didn't want to put on a mask and then they start spouting off, um, which I think is crazy. They start spouting off all of this, this, this political dogma about why it's so wrong for them to wear a mask. I don't think a mask should be politicized. Uh, A mask is a medical, (laughs) you know, anti-pandemic thing. It's not an anti-Republican thing. It's not an anti-president thing. It's 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 something that should be, if you're gonna categorize it, it's 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 anti-COVID, <laughs> you know. But these people are losing their jobs. They're sending these these videos off to their employers and these people are losing their jobs. And I have to say I'm 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 not surprised. There's a new awareness in the United States. There is a new focus and awareness on this issue that we've had since day one in the United States, and the issue is called racism. Oh boy, there he goes, talking about racism again. Yeah, you know, I'm talking about racism again. What's wrong with that? It's a big issue. It's a big problem. It's the cause of a lot of division. It's the cause of a lot of um, disparity. It's a cause of... Poverty, it's a cause of exclusion in the United States. And it's about time that something was done about it. It's about time that people who, over the last three, almost four years, have felt that they can put their racism on display without consequences, it's about time that those people understand that that is not the case. You can't stand in the middle of a store screaming at an employee calling her the N-word simply because she asked you to follow a policy that that particular store or that particular state has put into place saying that all people should wear a mask. Okay, like it or not like it, that's fine, but why turn to why, why you want to talk about pulling the race card? <laughs> why pull the race card then? Why, why, as people say, get racial, why does the person have to be called the N word? This lady was was going off calling this uh, store employee, the N word and, and saying things like, yeah, that's typical of you black people, uh, thinking you can run things now, you know, th- things like that. It's, it's, cr- it's crazy. Um, like it's, it's one of those videos that I saw on that Twitter page. Uh, I, ju- I just can't remember the name of that Twitter page. Uh, but I saw that video on there, and, and then they were, they were uh, encouraging people to try and dig deeper and find out where that racist lady uh, worked and, and, and get her fired. I, again, I, I, I understand. People have to understand also that there are consequences when they act like that. Do I take pleasure in seeing people lose their jobs? Even if they're the most hardcore clan, mem- clan card-carrying, white robe-wearing racist, I don't want to see anybody lose their job. You should always be able to take care of yourself and your family. But I do wonder why people are still feeling that it is okay for them to display such racism and not expect consequences. There's been this thing in the air in the last three, almost four years in in the United States where more and more people were feeling like it was okay to say those kind of things, to put those kind of thoughts out there. Freedom of speech, I'm all for it. Say what you want. But there are consequences. Now, come on, people. I don't think there's anybody out there that disagrees with me. There are consequences for the things that you say and do. I don't think anybody, regardless of where you are on the political spectrum, I don't believe that there's anyone out there who disagrees with that statement. If you say something or if you act a certain way, there will be consequences. And the more exposure your, your, uh, your words have, the more exposure your actions have, the more people who see and hear these things, the larger the potential uh the larger becomes the potential for for consequences uh, i mean it's it's there's nothing surprising in that. I don't think there's anything controversial in that That's a fact. Say these things this that any other may happen. The more people who see and hear what you say, the more likely there is to be consequences so <laughs> I don't know if I was a racist, I'd be pretty quiet these days because you never know who is going to take offense to it and then try and, and do something about it. This, this so-called cancel culture is out there like it or love it. It is out like it or leave it, love it or leave it. You know what? I can't talk today. And I think it's this, um, it's this, uh, I don't know, being, being bilingual. Am I bilingual? Yes, I am. I speak English and I speak Norwegian And, uh, as you all know, English is my native language, but Norwegian creeps into my mind from time to time. I was just, I was just reading a news, uh, Norwegian newspaper online before I started this, this episode of the podcast. So that's why my words are a little jumbled at the moment. Um, (laughs) yes, but, um, yeah, so that's, That's all I want to say about the, the cancel culture thing. It's, it's out there. Be aware of it. Be careful. Say what you want. I'm all for freedom of speech, but you must understand that there, there are consequences to what you say and do. Yeah. Uh, coming up at one minute after midnight, Norway time, which is one minute after six PM East Coast in the United States, I'll be releasing the next episode of the Coming On podcast with John Allen, and uh, my honored guest is the Miss Sarah Mormon. Um, many of you who are involved in strength sports will recognize that name. She's got a pretty big following, quite a strong following on Instagram. Uh, she's someone who is very often quite vocal when certain issues, uh, arise in the world of strength sports and in the world of social media. So it was very interesting to talk to her. I've been seeing her, her activity, uh, online for, for a few years now. And, uh, once again, I'm, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have this platform with my podcast to be able to talk to people like her, people who I otherwise would just see, oh, wow, that's an interesting person. Oh, wow. How could, how did they get in that situation? And then I would just continue to wonder about it. Well, now I can actually contact these people, have a conversation and, uh, and, uh, and, and get to know them a little bit. So that's basically what happened with, uh, sarah mormon on this episode that i will be airing from one minute after midnight norway time which is one minute after 6 p.m east coast in the united states check out that episode uh you'll like it i did it was very informative i learned a few things so what else is going on you know i uh <clears throat> I was watching the Joe Rogan podcast. He was talking with uh, a fellow comedian, a fellow stand-up comedian, Russell Peters. And uh, they were talking about something that was real interesting to me, quite interesting. You know, Russell Peters is a, is quite a successful and wealthy stand-up comedian. If I remember right, his net worth is $48 million let me see. Let me just put in Russell Peters' net worth. A little Google search here. Russell Peters' net worth. Oh wow! I was wrong. Seventy-five million. Seventy-five million. Uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, Russell Peters is a Canadian comedian, and as I said, he has a net worth of seventy-five. Why well, was I thinking forty-nine million? Yeah, seventy-five million. And this is through a uh, simple Google search. Um, The guy, the guy is pretty doggone successful. He's been doing it for for quite a few years. I want to say he's at least yeah, fifteen years. Um, Middle '90s maybe. Um, He's an actor as well, so he's been in some television shows. Um, Very prolific stand-up comedian. He's got an audience. Uh, a worldwide audience, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's the kind of guy that gets hired by Saudi princes uh, to go, to go over there and perform for private shows. So this guy is well known and he's making, he's making his money, 79, mil, $75 million. And yet he was talking about how he's struggling now during the, uh, the COVID situation. And, uh, and uh, he, he lives in Los Angeles. So he's talking about how he's really feeling. The, you know, how things are shut down, and there's just not that many stand up gigs to have. <clears throat> so I'm thinking, how does a guy with 75 million, how does a guy with 75 million talk about financial struggles or at least worrying about his finances during these days? And I don't know, you know, I don't know the guy's life, but the only thing I can think of is. I, I I guess there's one thing to having seventy five million and then living as if you have seventy five million. Um, you know, the guy probably has a lot of overhead. He's probably got a lot of expenses in his life. But then, I I guess I can paraphrase what Joe Rogan said. What his response is, and and basically Joe Rogan's response was that he is not worried at all because he, you know, I don't know what his net worth is. I can look that up. Let me see, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan net worth. His net worth is about to go up significantly when he starts this deal. Net worth 100 million. And it'll probably go up once he starts his new deal with Spotify for his podcast. But Joe was talking about how he's not worried. And he gave the impression that, yeah, he's got his, you know, as it says here, his 100 million net worth. But he's basically still living the same way as he was 20 years ago. I guess I'd I'd like to think that's how I would live. You know, let's say I win the lottery um, or let's say my podcast uh, jumps off and becomes the Norwegian equivalent to uh, Joe Rogan's podcast (laughs) Uh, Yeah, net worth of, of uh, $10,000 for me. Let's say I have that, you know, Let's let's say for whatever reason, let's say I win the lottery and I've got I've got ten million dollars. Of course, you know, I I'm, I'm gonna buy uh I'm gonna fix up this house. I don't think we would move. I'd fix up this house though the way we want it to be. I'd fix up our other house up north in northern Norway. I'd probably buy me buy myself some kinda uh vehicle, nothing fancy. I just wanna I I wanna I just want a pickup truck, a nice pickup truck of some kind. One of those short cab uh pickup trucks. Um and I would update my music studio. And you know what? Beyond that, I really don't need a bunch of things. I think people get into money and then they get involved in things that require income to maintain. You know what I mean? Um, Like I want to upgrade my studio. Maybe some people would want to upgrade their studio, but they go and they rent a building Uh, if I won ten million dollars, I would do something like add on to this house in such a way that I would be able to fit the studio that I want into that ad- addition thereby not taking on a new long term expense such as having to pay rent I don't know maybe I'm thinking about it totally wrong but i I can't understand how someone i mean I guess I can understand it you know you you know russell Peters has has a net worth of of uh of all of these uh, tens of millions of of dollars, and he spends it. <laughs> I could, I, so that now, so that now, when there's not that many stand-up gigs, he's he's struggling a little bit. I don't know. I don't want to talk. Uh, I don't want to get into the details of anyone's money. And he didn't give that much detail, but he did give the impression uh, that 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 he was concerned in some way about his finances. I don't know. They say more money, more problems. Maybe that's true for some, but I can definitely say for me, for this guy, more money, less problems. Definitely. (laughs) But hey, that's me. That's me. Wow. What else was there to talk about? You know, uh, as I've said before, these solo Saturdays are unscripted. I do not have a script. I'm just riffing. I'm just saying what's on my mind. Gosh, I wish I was like Bill Burr. That guy's podcast, if you think about it, they, were, they talked also about this on that episode, uh, uh, Joe Rogan and Russell Peters, how Bill Burr for the last 10, 15 years has been doing his podcast solo for the most part, no guests, just him twice a week for 15 years, filling it up with at least an hour. That's a lot of content. That's a lot of, <laughs> that's a lot of brain power to be able to talk for so long. But, uh, I don't know, Bill Burr, he's a pro he's a pro. Boy, that guy is gutsy. But he he really, he really touches on those issues where if you don't really listen to what he's saying and you're a lady, uh, if you're a feminist, you could very easily see him as an enemy. Um, But I challenge you, listen a little bit deeper. (laughs) The guy is not a misogynist. He talks about it, but he is not a misogynist. I challenge people to to listen a little deeper. If you don't, if you if you think he's anti woman, anti feminist, I ask you to listen a little bit deeper. But I understand the guy is easy to, the, the guy is not easy to swallow. He he uh, boy, that sounds nasty. The guy is not easy to like. Let's say that because the first time I ever heard Bill Burr is maybe I don't know, maybe fifteen years ago, roughly. I saw a clip of him uh, online, and it was like right in the middle of a joke, and he sounded like the biggest racist. It sounded like he couldn't stand black people. I can't remember what the bit was, uh, and I remember I just turned it off. I'm like, I don't want to listen to this guy. And some time went—I don't know, maybe a month went by—and uh, I saw another clip of him. This is like in the early days of YouTube, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy's funny. So I started, you know, checking out all the clips of him on YouTube and then I found uh the special that he was doing, the the one hour special, and that bit that I originally saw where I thought he was racist was in that um was in that uh special that I was watching on YouTube. And when you when I heard everything he said before that, all the other bits and jokes and l and, and thoughts and Things that he said before that bit, and then I listened to that whole bit. I'm like, this guy's not racist. He's making fun of racists. So it was just very interesting to come, you know, full full circle from actually, I don't know, canceling him, <laughs> in the sense that I just turned, I just clicked out of that first video that I saw, just totally shoved him away, thought he was a, a jerk, a racist. Went back and 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 now he's he's one of my stand up heroes. There you go. How's that full circle? You would think this was scripted, (laughs) but it's not. But there there is an example of how cancel culture, um, uh, people who engage in canceling people or trying to cancel people. Maybe they're a little too, maybe they're a little too quick on the draw. Um, Here's another uh, instance of of, uh, the cancel culture that comes to mind. When they... Made such a big stink about Kevin Hart when he was going to host the Oscars. Um, yeah, he made those tweets. Yes, he said what he said, but you know what? He also apologized. Doesn't that mean anything? When someone just lays themselves flat out on the ground, exposes their underbelly, and apologizes. Since when is a sincere apology not good enough? You know? Um, but having said that he apologized, but, but yeah, I don't know. Nobody, nobody's perfect. Everybody says things that they regret. Everybody does things that they regret. And I guess the question I put out there is, do they deserve to miss, you know, to, to lose their livelihood? Do they deserve to be just, just thrown in the dungeon of society, never to be seen or heard from or, Uh, given an opportunity to have an income or career ever again. Is that fair? Is that right? Is that what we're all about? Inquiring minds want to know. (laughs) Well, I had thought I would be able to stretch this uh, into a half hour solo Saturday, but uh, let's, uh, yeah, I'm rounding it off at around 27 minutes now. And uh, we don't care so much about time. We care about content. Uh, Again, uh, check out my next episode that is coming on Sunday, uh, One Minute After Midnight, Norway time. That would be 6.01, 6.01 p.m. on Saturday on the East Coast in the United States, one minute after 3 p.m. on the Pacific Coast. Um, Check out my website, johnallenpod.com. That's J-O-H-N-A-L-A-N-P-O-D.com. Um, shout out to everyone. I've got a little group of people who have helped me out on my website and, and, uh, things like that. Uh, there's Russell Morgan. Uh, there's, there is, um, there's miss Tiffany Troutman. Gosh, I love you, Tiffany. Um, Jennifer Strand. Yeah, uh, those are the three people that come to mind. I'm sorry if I'm forgetting some people, but they've really helped me build up my website and get it set up. (laughs) They didn't help me. They did it for me. I don't understand those kind of things. They do. They did a great job. And I also want to give a shout out to Miss Ellen Leland for doing my uh, logo design. But uh, if you go to my website, johnislandpod.com, there you can find me on social media. I am on Twitter, I'm on Instagram times two. I have two accounts on Instagram, one for powerlifting, one for my artistic side, music, stand up, um, things like that. Uh I am also on Facebook with my with my uh artist page on Facebook. So from my website you can see where to find me. I'm quite active on social media. <laughs> uh maybe too active. Okay. I've spoken enough. I got to go train. I'm going to go and throw some sweat down on the floor in my garage and uh, uh, get them gains in. Have you gotten your gains in today? Physical, mental, emotional gains? Train your brain, train your body, train your spirit, body, mind, and spirit people. Okay. I love you. Take care. Bye everybody. I'm coming, oh, I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Yes, I am. Yes, I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Yes, I am. My Lord, I'm coming home. My Lord, I'm coming home. Lord, I'm coming home.